Hi guys, uh, the episode that you're just about to listen to is generously sponsored by our affiliates Board Game Crate. Board Game Crate uh, provide a monthly subscription service where they get fresh new games delivered straight to your door. Just head over to www.boardgamecrate.co.uk and furthermore, if you use our discount code UnluckyFrogIsAwesome, all lowercase, all one word, you'll get a cheeky little discount. It's easy to remember because it's true. Mm. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the very first Unlucky Frog Gaming Roundtable Review. Woo! So we're going to be trying something a little, a little bit different with our reviews going forward. Uh, we will still, of course, be doing some written reviews that will go up on the blog. Um, but what we want to do, um, be- because gaming is such a subjective thing, and games themselves, by extension, are so subjective... We want to give you as much opinion as we possibly can. We our opinions often differ. Yes, <laughs> they do, which is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so to that end, we're going to be doing some roundtable reviews. Yep. Uh, going forward, what are we? What are we going to start with? So tonight we are going to be reviewing Ten Sixty Six Tears to Many Mothers from Hall or Nothing Productions, mm-hmm. um, and it is of course an asymmetrical card game that uh, chronicles the events leading up to and of the the battle of hastings so uh, just uh, just for a bit of context obviously being english like everyone does the battle of hastings at some point in history but is it part of the scottish curriculum it mm, is not no. okay that's I know but that's somebody fair. got an arrow in the eye, but that's but yeah, well that yeah, I think <laughs> a little more to it than that, but yeah, like everyone knows of William the Conqueror, but it's William it's not, the Bastard, yeah, as as he was known before, <laughs> a, a, a life changing event, um, but it, it's not something that you you cover like as a as a topic or as like mm. like part of the, the the syllabus. You certainly when I was at school. Um, and this stands to—I mean, it stands to reason that you learn about it in England, right? Because it—it's the birth of our nation. English yeah. <laughs> the, so, to contrast that, the things that we learn about are the Vikings, mm-hmm. Mary Queen of Scots, the clearances, uh, the clearances, Jacobite rebellion. This it is all Scottish history. Yeah, because the Vikings maybe a little bit more so than English history are actually a huge part of the Scottish history because good portion of Scotland were Vikings are, are Vikings <laughs> it's, it's where a lot of them settled because I think I think they were driven out of most of England weren't they eventually yeah uh, to be to be fair they were a lot more prevalent in like the northern counties yeah like, uh, particularly the the northeast of England and York uh, which the- coincidentally would have been part of Scotland. Uh, that's that true, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I learned about the Battle of Hastings from Horrible Histories. 
that's, that's where that, I learned most of my history from. That, to that's, be honest, that's I love those education. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They they were really good. Yeah. Um. And but they were able to break down history in a way that. Yeah. That that made it comprehensible, but but fun. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is how education for kids should be. And I like the fact they left them the gory bits. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll do some horrible history reviews. <laughs> yep. Today is not that day. <laughs> yes. So um, we should probably introduce ourselves uh, for anyone that's maybe joining us for the, the first time very quickly before oh, we yeah. actually no, dive into sure, the review. We should have actually done that. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm Ben Porter and joining me this evening we have Charlotte Porter. Hello. And Mr. Josh Hartley. Hello. So we will be... We will be guiding you through this this experience. Yeah. Um, so the what we're going to do is we do have a bit of a formula at Unlucky Frog that we use mm-hmm. for our reviews, and we are going to follow that, but we're going to do it democratically. And verbally. Sure. And yeah, and verbally. If yeah, it's democratic, does that mean the person with the most money gets wins? Social commentary. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh it's pretty dark. Don't really don't really want to go down that, that rabbit hole tonight. Um so why well we've described the game, we've introduced ourselves. Mm-hmm. Why don't we start with the presentation, which is in our reviews where we talk about the physical product. Yeah, this isn't just the artwork. Although no. obviously it covers that, but this is the materials, the uh, the box, cardstock, <laughs> yeah. things like that. So, um, well, shall I start? Shall I jump in? Sure. Uh, I'm very impressed uh, with uh, with this. The artwork is absolutely on point for the tone that I th- I think uh, I all think or nothing so. are, are going for. It is stylized but not cartoonish, mm. uh, which I think would. have possibly could have worked but um i don't think they wanted to uh go for something humorous this no. this is it's, it's more like sort of drab earthy colors which yeah. really evokes uh and it all look, it, it, it's if you've ever seen or played gloom of kill uh killforth uh it, it similar to that obviously a lot less fantasy and stylized sure. yeah. but it, the, an almost photorealistic uh, I think qualities so. I think to some so. some of the character art as yeah. well, um, but without losing any character as well, yeah. which is a very difficult uh, line to uh, walk. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, the cardstock feels nice. It's not the uh, it, it's not absolutely top of the range. I would, no, I but, think it's but, fair that, to but say. that being said, that there's a lot of games recently that do have that linen texture. Mm-hmm. They've got that horrible bow in them. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas that's not a problem that this game has. No, exactly. I don't. I don't think these cards are going to bend anytime soon. No, uh, and they feel feel good in your hand, nice and glossy. Uh, the I think the only area of criticism that I have, and this is this, I say this knowing that I'm being pedantic by saying it. It's a review. You're allowed to be pedantic. Okay, um, I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the size of the box. Well, this is what I was going to say. You've got the the, the fantasy flight trench, mm-hmm. yeah. haven't you? Yeah. And I, I I understand why they do it. It's to get more shelf space, so it stands out more when you're going into your game shop sure. and uh, having a browse. But th- there is a lot of dead space in that box. 
There is, and it does also mean. I mean, you've as I said there, you've got the cardboard trench in there, mm. so it does mean that everything's not rattling about that box. Mm-hmm. But at the same, and you you know they do give you bags and all yeah. that, so it means that yeah. you know it's not going everywhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I I hear you on that one. I, I think I I would prefer something a bit more compact because as far as like the publishers and the the retailers are concerned things that scream for your attention that's good right yeah. mm-hmm. but then when you get to the other end when you're the consumer shelf space come is coming yeah. at premium particularly if you are like a, a, a hobby gamer when you do own quite a lot well, of I'll games be, I, i'll be honest uh, if I, i'd just be putting in deck boxes I think, like yeah. the, the the box almost goes out at that point yeah, yeah. and just keep the keep the rules for reference elsewhere but but no, overall for me, um, really impressed with the the presentation of this game. The only thing that I would say, and it's not necessarily criticism, it was just something that I was aware of, is I know when they did the Kickstarter, there was a pledge where you could appear in it. Yes. Mm. Now I have felt that the artwork for those cards is slightly different. To yeah, I think now, I don't know if that's intentional, so that you know that those cards are the ones that the characters are on. Yeah, I think if I was one of those people, um, sorry Tristan, I wasn't one of those people, (laughs) but um, if I was one of those people, I think I would prefer that. Yeah, because you wanted to Oh, that's me. (laughs) At the same time, I I think it's one of these things where when when you're on the developer end of that kind of offer, you do have to sort of compromise a bit because, and I need need to watch what I'm saying here, but they're not always the most photogenic people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and the, the the other problem that you have is that you don't always have the highest quality of photograph, do yeah. you? Mm. So yeah. it it means that you know sometimes the artists do, they they need to work with what they've got. Well, I wasn't complaining about the art. I was meaning just that it's a different style from yeah, the rest does, of the box. It, I think yeah, I think you can tell which yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, 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 mean. think, I, I think so. I think no, no, both, I, I agree. Yeah, I think well, they're both fine. There's also the thing of, I, I think that generally speaking, just of where they fall in the development, those mm. kind of pledges, they tend to be done afterwards. So I think yeah. a lot of the time it's a bit of a rush just yeah. to get them done. Maybe a different artist. Yeah, because a lot of the time all the other cards have been done, they've yeah. been shown in the Kickstarter, and it's one of those things where you're like, oh crap, I've got that to do. And mm. So I think... You know they're they're giving themselves more to do, but obviously it's it, it must work because mm. a lot of companies put people in the yeah. game as a high level pledge, yeah. Don't yeah. They, things like that. So pretty sure, pretty sure, all or nothing do it for almost all yeah. of their Kickstarters. Yeah. I think don't so. They? Um, as far as presentation goes, I I felt like the, the you get the um, tokens, yeah, to indicate bonuses to Zeal and Might. Oh yeah. They feel a wee bit surplus to requirement, I think. Maybe. Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to complain about them being in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what you mean, though. It, it was. It, it's a nice to have, but I don't think the game is gaining anything from having them. One last bit. One last component which we haven't talked about, which I thought are quite nice as well, are the, the little wooden tears. I like them. Yes. Yeah. 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 I could actually picture like using them as markers just in yeah. completely different games, just but because they feel nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. And the the fact you've got two different colours there mm. as well, so there's no confusion. It's a really elegant way of keeping track of pretty much everything, because we used them as damage counters as well for the 
for the characters and yeah, units, not yeah. just for the the uh, the wedges. Mm-hmm. But no, um, like I say, I think overall, are, are we in agreement that the presentation is yeah. great? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's very definitely. good. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on to theme, and so to get rid of any confusion here, for, for us, presentation is physical product, whereas theme is as it would suggest the actual setting within the game. What is the game representing? What sort of story is it telling? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the theme here is the, the the Battle of Hastings. It's the Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. So, how how do we feel that the the theme uh, was was implemented? How successfully was it implemented? We were, we were talking about this uh, before we started recording. Um, and the, the the degree to which the game is asymmetrical, yeah. Um, we, I think we I think we agree that the Normans have a, a bit of an advantage, which I I think is only accurate, right? As far exactly as... right. Uh, but and and you've played the Saxons uh, for every game that we've played, Ben. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like you're completely out of reach of winning. No. Would you agree? No, I, I, I would say so. Um, and I, I think we, we can dive into that a little bit more. For like game mechanic. For, for yeah. When we're talking about game mechanic. But I think as far as like representing the Battle of Hastings, mm-hmm. insofar as the story goes, it, it's good. The bit that I really liked was the little facts that they give you. Yeah. On the oh, that, the yeah. I just, I love that. I love pulling a character and being like, oh, so this is... Bishop blah blah blah. And again, like we were saying earlier, because you don't really study ten sixty six in school in Scotland, it was actually quite an education. Yeah. Yeah. For me, reading a lot of it. It. it it's the backstabbery that I love. Oh yeah. Ooh, and then ooh, and ooh. Everyone was a dick in the <laughs> Middle Ages. Yes, right? they were. Um, the the uh, one of the favourite cards I played was Archbishop of York, who just kept flip flopping, kept changing sides. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just like, all right, you're winning now. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Captain Pugwash, just yeah. like changing hats and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I so I think I think it achieves its uh, evoking its theme very well. Yeah, the the flavour on all of the cards is great. Uh, a nice little touch that they didn't need to do, mm. but really helps. Yeah, I feel I feel as well that the what what the units and characters do quite accurately represents social standing mm-hmm. um, the, the the one I'm thinking um, off the top of my head um, most of the spearman units mm-hmm. damage cavalry yeah which, which is, is what they're supposed to do yeah, yeah. Um, ranged units can da- and target things far away from mm-hmm. them as well which is uh, which is really neat um, the Saxons have got a battle axeman unit yeah, which they're basically berserkers. You deal damage to them, and they deal damage to something else. No, um, I think there's a couple of assassins as well. Yeah, where you, they're quite expensive to play, but they just like wipe something off the yeah the table. Um, so you you it feels very much like a, a military campaign and mm-hmm. a battle thereafter. Um, uh, the the artwork obviously aids all of that really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think as far as theme goes, the the only thing, and I'm being pedantic again, is the um, wedges, which yep. is the columns mm-hmm. in the game. 
um, or just wedge one, two, and three. I think it would be quite nice if it was like center and flanks. All right. Yeah. But that's just that's just me being pedantic. It's a very small thing. Yeah, because I don't I don't really feel like the wedges need to be numbered mm. because you're keeping track of them all there anyway. Yeah. Fair. Because you don't have, like, battle axemen 1, 2, and 3. You mm-hmm. know that they're different because you can see them there anyway. Yeah. Just like I said, being very, very pedantic with that. Yeah, if we're being, yeah, if we're being hypercritical, but again, I think we're all in agreement that the implementation of the theme was yeah, very well done. really well done. Absolutely. And so, the naturally, that brings us on to the, the gameplay, which you were already... Yeah, jumping the gun. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not often that we say uh, the game feels imbalanced, but that's a good thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it is a good thing because that's what that's what the Battle of Hastings was. The Normans were the clear favourites. Yeah, uh, and they won. Uh, but it, it's a really fine line to tread. I've used that twice now in this review, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> It's a it's a really fine line of having an asymmetric, unbalanced game, but also making it fun for both yes. players yeah. as well. Because the, th- the thing that we were saying, uh, just because we played the game just before we recorded again, um, and we'd said that everyone talks about balance in terms of how it's going to be fair for the underdog, forgetting that actually an imbalanced, a badly imbalanced game is boring for the person who has the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the way that the Normans have the advantage as well is very nicely done. Yeah. Basically, the um, as you're achieving your objectives, the Saxons early on in the game have to destroy their own units. Yeah. Whereas that does that does happen to the Normans, but right towards the end, just before you get to the Battle of Hastings. It, so it it does mean that you sort of stumble to get things set up mm-hmm. as the Saxon player. And the Normans basically march straight in with the financial backing of the yeah. Pope. So you've got that really nice implementation of the reality of the situation with the game mechanics. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's probably worth saying that I think a lot of people might approach this game expecting it to be like a historical war game and it, it's still very much a card game yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I, I would say so this feels more like uh, Magic the Gathering or Pokemon yeah. than it does say something like Twilight Struggle I, yeah. yeah absolutely and I, I think part and parcel with that you have the the, the strengths and weaknesses of card games yeah. they're, they're still there like you can still have a hand well, uh, there's nothing I can do with this. Yeah. Yeah. And you're basically trying to draw cards until there's something yeah. that you can pull off. That doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. Yeah. yeah. And that, 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 that's the nature of the beast, like you say, with uh, with card games. I love card games, so mm-hmm. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Just uh, yeah. sometimes luck is not on your side. Yeah. So, and uh, just make peace with it. And the the, the counter argument as well, and like uh, I, I say this very often about. Uh, people who complain about randomness in games is that good players can plan for appalling mm-hmm. luck. Yeah. And um, I think I spoke to you the other day, that there was an article I read recently about uh, one of the best Age of Sigmar players in the world, and one of mm-hmm. his friends commented, because this guy has just won two tournaments back-to-back mm-hmm. without losing a single game. 
It's quite a feat. So he's he's won ten games against some of the best players in the world. And the thing that his friends said about him is that he plans to fail. Yeah. He always has a backup plan. Mm-hmm. He's he's not he doesn't go all in banking on one thing working for him. Yeah. And yeah, so that's I I, I do think that the best games have an element of randomness because it's reflective of life. Yeah. There are things out with your control. It's not necessarily someone's rolling a dice to see what happens to you, but mm. we are only partially in control of what happens to us. And a lot of the time we can only really control how we respond to things. Mm-hmm. Getting a bit philosophical here, but... It's, I know, this is getting deep. But it, it's why I, I think that the best games do have an element of... Randomness. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, just another thing to point out about gameplay. Uh, I do. F- I, the game's pretty easy to pick up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. Nothing overtly complicated. Certainly, if you've played any of those trading card games that we just mentioned, you will have no issue with uh, getting your head around the rules for this game. Very, very comprehensible. You've got the little prompt cards as well. For mm-hmm. once you've been through the rule book, you can just fly by them. Yep, uh, the game plays very quickly mm. as well, and that's uh, and not to say that the game is short. Uh, by that I mean it's very quick back and forth between the players. It's but it's, not... it's paced nicely because yeah. you've got the uh, the quests, haven't you, leading up to the the, the battle of Hastings. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then you have the this really violent clash at the end, because yeah. by the time you get to the battle of Hastings, if you get to the Battle of Hastings. Aye, because that's happened a couple of times where one of our guys have died. If you get to the Battle of Hastings, you do have this really nice sort of -of tug-of-war type Mm. thing where uh, you're basically trying to collapse the other player's wedge or Mm -hmm. column. Um, So it it never feels like a slog. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think some card games sometimes do. Yeah. Right. No. So again, um, nothing but good things yeah. to say. I, I, I'm I'm trying to think of a, a criticism of the gameplay, and I'm I'm struggling. I, I I would say I think the way it presents itself, um, it's maybe in danger sometimes of misselling itself because I think that people maybe see it and they would see the asymmetrical tag, mm. expecting it to be more like a war game than, mm-hmm. it, than it perhaps is. I don't know if it necessarily belongs with some of the descriptors that it's been given. It's probably more that's probably more indicative of the theme than yeah. the, how yeah. the game actually plays. Possibly, but I I do feel that the the asymmetry only really comes from the quest cards. Mm-hmm. Um because like we were saying the um the Saxons start off with the might quests. Mm-hmm. That require you to destroy units at the end, and then finish off the the game with the zeal quests. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas it's the other way around for the yeah. Norman player. But other than that, the decks are fairly similar. You've got mm-hmm. the same, roughly the same number of uh, cards that can heal units, and mm-hmm. you've got roughly the same number of cards that do ranged attacks and all that sort of thing. So I I, th- I think that that asymmetrical tag again might lead to a bit of confusion because I think people would go possibly go into expecting those decks and the yeah. way they function to be a bit more different than they are. But it doesn't make it a bad game by any no, means. No, absolutely yeah. not. But I just I, I feel that 
certainly there were things that surprised me a wee bit. I, I think I expected the the Normans with the financial backing of the Pope to you know like rely a bit more on like superior technology and mm-hmm. resources and for the Saxons to be a bit more sort of traditional fighting men. Mm-hmm. You may you know, like they maybe have the edge in close combat but the Normans have got the money and the numbers, that sort of yeah. thing. Starks versus Lannisters basically. <laughs> To, You're suggesting to, Game of Thrones might be based loosely on history. I wonder. Yeah. Um, but the, the the thing that I think I most admire about this game is the way that Tristan has integrated, uh, to use a really crude analogy again, um, the, the fantasy flight uh, quest system. Yeah. You know, where you, you've got a stack of cards and you're you do whatever it is you need to do to get your pips on them, and then you advance to the next one. So, like you said, um, yeah, it, 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 the likes of Lord of the Rings, Arkham uh, Horror, yeah. Arkham Horror. Uh, so, yeah. but scaled up to a military campaign rather, rather than, than frolicking arseholes, frolicking through three arseholes in the wood. I think. You, oh, this, was it? You, okay. we, so, which so look out on Kickstarter for Unlucky Frog's first <laughs> game: three arseholes in a wood. Yeah. Uh, Poetry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that brings us finally to our verdict. So we, this is the part of the review where we really sum up our overall sentiments on the game. And uh, Charlotte, would you like to start us off? I liked it. Wow. That's all I need to say. Concise and to the point. (laughs) I will be honest and said I I wasn't sure how much I would like it, and I was I was quite surprised at how much I did enjoy it. Military history is not really Really? your bag. No, but I like history. But the thing that I am, and I'd said this, the thing I am quite excited about is um, the sort of potential for the other game that. Fifteen sixty five yes. St Elmo's Pay. It's the uh, yeah. Siege of Malta. Yes, I am very excited for that. Yeah, I love uh, I love the fact that um, that game mechan- the mechanics are almost identical. Yeah. So I am looking forward to pitting uh, the Ottoman Empire against some hapless Saxons. Just <laughs> 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 like, yeah. seeing how that plays out. But I think that this is one of those games where I liked it. But I'm really excited to see what Tristan and Hall or Nothing do yeah. with the, this framework and these mechanics and other implementations. And and you know, I, as of recording, uh, Saint Elmo's Pay is nearing the end of its Kickstarter. Has smashed all of its goals. Yeah, yeah and rightly so as well. Yeah, and that that I think I I've I've got quite high hopes for that. Mm-hmm. No pressure. Um, <laughs> and I I'm I. Th- think that it's probably going to be a little bit more asymmetrical because well, it's two completely different armies. Yeah. Well, we will see in good time, no doubt. Yeah. Um, I think my my sort of closing thought on 1066, um, what impresses me the most and what I think is indicative of a very, very well-designed game is evident in this review when we're talking about presentation and theme and gameplay, 
we, we it's not been that very easy to decompartmentalize they all inform each other yeah. to make what is a very well-rounded and fun experience there's a lot of very elegant synergy within it yeah and i it it, it yeah i i really enjoyed this game uh, what i would like to know i would like to present this game perhaps to someone who wasn't interested in history because this is a thing i think all three of us yeah. we have some at least a passing interest in history mm-hmm. um i need to show my brother this game because he he loves like the middle ages and uh, uh, that period of history as well um i w- i would be interested to see like if the theme can potentially be a turn off for people yeah. or if you're not into the theme then maybe you're you're just not into uh, into the game as much, but I, my gut feeling says I th- I think even if you were to present this game to uh, anyone who uh, enjoys playing card games, yeah, uh, they'll pick it up and they'll have fun with it. I say I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. That's our first uh, roundtable review. That is that is us. We we made it. We Yay! Made it. Um, yeah. Let us know. Uh, what you think of 1066 if you've played mm-hmm. it um, are you looking forward to the, the other offerings from Hall or Nothing Productions um, let us know also what you think of the round table reviews are there any games in particular you would like to see get the round table review treatment mm-hmm. uh, just let us know always great to, to hear from our lovely listeners indeed yeah so but there you have it that is our review of 1066 and as a big thumbs up from all of us here. Yeah, my absolutely. You can't see us, but we are all sitting. We, we are. We have our thumbs physically thumbs up. up. The three members of Unlucky Frog raise their thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Aud- audio go. description. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you very much thank for joining you. us, and we'll see you in the next review. Yeah. yeah. Take care, guys. Bye. 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 Oh, my God.